Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven fempreneurs learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Turn your dreams into actionable, marketable, and profitable plans and make your business irresistible. Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Hurdle, and today you're listening to episode 21. And we're going to be talking about how to create a vision for your future. So it's time to dream big, ladies. So let's get right to it. I don't have any major announcements. I Actually, I've got a little teaser that I've, uh, I think I'm going to save to the end, but I want to dive right into this because I know everybody's short on time. We're all running around. It's the holiday season. We're getting ready for Christmas and entertaining and going to parties and cookie swaps and all kinds of stuff that aren't in our normal everyday lives. So um, let's just get into how to create a vision for your future. What is that, Amber? What are you talking about? It's really just deciding what you want out of life. You're like, okay, well, how do I even know what I want? Now, for people who are bossy pants like me, very, very easy to know what you want. I can tell you very clearly what it is that I want. But I realized sometimes, a lot of times actually, when I asked, when I've asked people, what do you want? They have to sit and really think about it. And they say, I'm going to have to come back to you on that. In fact, even last night, I taught Glamour Goals Live and I asked somebody, well, why do you want that? So you can what? What can you do if that happens? And he said, I'm going to take some really good notes and I'm going to get back to you. And I said, nope, you're going to tell me right now. And we worked through it and we realized what it was that he really desired most. And I think the question that I asked that got him there is, what is it that you value? Now, we talked about values with Paul Coliani in a, in a previous episode, and um, business and life values, of course, can be different, but that's how you really determine what you want your future to look like, is determining what it is that you really value. Or maybe a way to look at it is what is missing in your life or your business. What is not there that you wish was there? Um, what would bring meaning and value to your life? What's something that would be so tremendous that it would it would just alter who you are and how you saw the world? What makes your heart happy to think about? I mean, some people have pretty simple uh, aspirations. Maybe it's a better relationship with um, one of their siblings or maybe a better relationship with their children or spouse. Or it could be that you really just want to live near the ocean. That That's very okay to have that. If it makes you happy to think about crashing waves in the evening, and that's something that would uh, be a huge and significant lifestyle change for you, then that's okay to vision for. It's also okay to envision making more money or helping more people or hiring employees. There's lots of things that you can vision that you don't really have to understand exactly when it's going to happen. It's just something that you know that you want because right now uh, it's either missing from your life or it really makes your heart happy to think about having a whole team that reports to you that you can lead and invest in and train and and mentor. That might make you super happy as opposed to sitting in an office by yourself. Um, so as an example, <clears throat> my kids and I used to ride around 
uh, really nice neighborhoods and pick out houses that we were going to go that we were going to move into. So I would say, oh, I think I think that's the house that we should live in. And my son, we'd go down a different street, and he'd be like, no, 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 I like that house. And there's one house that we all loved, and it had a fountain in front of it, a small fountain, and um, it was a, a very unique style for the area that we live in, and it had a. Um, like a roundabout driveway in front. I know there's a fancy name for it. My husband, who's been in real estate his entire career, just cringe at the fact that um, I, I couldn't tell you what that is. But anyways, we all love that one. And it wasn't because we just arbitrarily wanted a big fancy house. It, it's because we wanted to share our house with other people. We're all very social. We all have hearts of hospitality. We all love to entertain. I mean, if my daughter had one friend over, she had six friends over. Same thing with my husband or with my son. We we call his uh, group of friends the crew. I've always hosted many people, and of course, my husband and I um, we don't we don't have the space that we have now simply because we need it every day, or we even want it every day. We have it so that we can share it with other people and entertain and have our families here, and um, and even serve nonprofits by hosting nonprofit events here. So there's a very big why behind why we wanted a nice house where people could feel um, valued and and that they had space and they could be comfortable and we can entertain. Um, and so, you know, that was just something that we did regularly is, is ride around and, and look at different houses. So the first thing you have to do is decide what it is that you actually want when you're visioning for your future. And the second thing that I want to share with you today is visions are different than goals. Visioning is big picture. It's what you hope for or you aspire to. You don't have to know how you're going to get there. You just have to know that it's where you want to be. So there's no roadmap to visioning. There's just dreaming. So as an example, a few years ago, my vision board had a lot of company-related images on it because I was launching my company. I was leaving corporate and um, and starting my business that you are all familiar with now. And um, I really didn't have a, a huge game plan at the very early stages. Um, I just knew what it was that I wanted it to look like. So I knew, for example, that I wanted to speak. So on my vision board, and I'll, I'll get into what's a vision board and, and all that kind of stuff in the future. And um, at in the next step of um, what I'm sharing with you today. But I, I knew I wanted to speak, so I had an image of a big audience learning. Like there was a, I remember there was a man taking notes and there was a woman that looked like maybe she had her hand on a pencil and she was looking ahead and then there was, it was a big, big crowd. So kind of like a, um, like a lecture hall type thing um, with, you know, a couple hundred people in it. And so that was an image on my vision board. I didn't really know, honestly, what I even wanted to speak about. I just knew that in my heart, I wanted to teach one to many and that I liked engaging an audience and that I felt very comfortable doing that. And that was something that made my heart happy. And so I just put that picture on the vision board. Um, I also knew that um, based on my personality and the parts of me that I most wanted to share with other people, 
I wanted to have the compassion and the humor of Ellen DeGeneres. I wanted to have the wisdom of Dan Miller of 48 Days. If you don't listen to Dan Miller's podcast, that's one you should check out. And I wanted to have the power and presence and the straight shooting style of Joyce Meyer. So um, if you're not familiar with Joyce Meyer, she's actually a female minister um, and very... Uh, to the point. And so she became a female minister when like that wasn't a thing. Like lots of people thought, oh my gosh, who are you to get up and, and preach to people? You're a woman. Um, and so she's kind of polarizing, and but I'm okay if I am too, because I'm not for everybody. You know, I bring my velvet machete and, um, and I speak truth into people's lives and I try to do it um, with a lot of compassion and a lot of understanding, but also um, with a lot of intention because you don't need anybody blowing smoke up your butt. You probably have plenty of people like that in your life. So now, did I want to create a plan to become these people or rip off their brands or be just like them? No. Otherwise, I wouldn't try to be saying, well, these are three different types of people that I would like to um, not necessarily even emulate, but I would like for my natural characteristics to shine. And these are the people that I think of when I think about my natural gifts and talents. And so I had each of their pictures on this vision board. I also knew that I wanted office space that my clients felt very comfortable in and at home. I guess that goes back to that spirit of hospitality that I have. So I had different pictures of office suites, like the seating area and the classroom area and the office area. I had those pictures on my vision board so that I could just remember why it was important that I thought that to begin with. And again, none of these were actual goals. They were all inspirational To set an actual speaking goal, it would require something like creating a list of opportunities that I wanted to pursue with like maybe a goal of how many of of those prospects I would actually land or how many of those speaking engagements I would actually, um, you know, get employed to do or get um, hired to do. Um, Another would be, um, you know, I had all the different office space pictures. Actual goals for that would be like mapping out a plan to find the office space and um, maybe having a remodeling budget and a timeline for completion. And those things happened. I mean, those happened, but that wasn't even on the agenda when I was just dreaming on my vision board. And I'm not even sure how you could possibly measure trying to um, like really nurture those characteristics that I um, saw that other people had. I, I don't even know how you could set a goal for that. That's very aspirational and and just um, kind of big, big thinking, big picture. It's it's about you know, am I shining in these ways that I admire in these people because I have the ability to? And so looking at those images reminds me, you know, Ellen is a very, very compassionate woman. Now she's fun loving and she likes to cut up and she dances kind of like I do. I dance around all the time. I'm known for my office dance parties. Um, I even, (laughs) my, uh, employees even got me a, a desktop disco ball that was like battery operated. That's, that's how much I'm known for dancing. So I have all those characteristics that she has, but I also, it's very important to me that there's a judgment free awareness in all of my relationships and that people know that they can trust me. And so that was very important to me. And therefore Ellen DeGeneres' face was on my vision board. Wasn't trying to be just like her, wasn't trying to be her brand, didn't have a goal to reach to, to be her. It was just an essence. So once you have a vision for what it is that you want for your future, 
then you can start to create the goals and the action steps and the success measures so you can get there. So you could check in at, you know, uh, at two weeks in or once a month or whatever that looks like for you. That happens after the vision. Now, did all of those things that were on my vision board happen for my business? Absolutely. Every single last one of them did. But it had to start with me dreaming. I could have never made those goals. I could have never executed those goals. And when I say I, I mean we, because it involved team members and vendors and uh, my husband and um, you know, lots of different uh, people were involved in making those visions come to fruition. Um, but it started with my vision so I could communicate that vision to all the different people that helped make those visions realities. So speaking of the vision board that I had with all of those pictures on it, you want to make sure that the visions that you have stay top of mind and it's not just an occasional daydream. So I do always encourage my clients to create a vision board. And I've done this for years and years and years. Years, years. Like I think before I even knew what a vision board was, I had a vision board. Um, because remember, I had my daughter when I was 16 years old. So if you want to get into all that and listen to uh, that story, then go back and listen to episodes seven and eight, I think. Um, the epic lessons I learned as a teen mom, I think, is, is episode seven. And then part two is, is um, episode eight. And we'll link to those in the show notes. But anyways, <clears throat> you know. Having a kid when you're a teenager, having a kid when you're a kid, there's a long way to go from where we were to where we wanted to be. So my daughter and I did, um, I guess it was a picture. She was super young. She was very, very young. I still have this piece of paper, by the way. Um, we just sat down and we talked about what it was that we wanted. And I know that we had like a workout room in there and we had big closets. And um, I think everything on that piece of paper that um, we drew on came to fruition except for the horses, thank God. Um, <laughs> because horses take so much work now that I have several friends who who have horses. Um, so she never really wanted those as she got older. So obviously that was a vision that didn't come to fruition because it didn't have enough meat behind it. That was just a little girl saying, oh, I want horses. But um, lots of other things did um, come to pass. And, and that's why I carry that around um, to this day. So um, that's that's one way of doing it. Um, you can cut pictures out from magazines, for example, um, or you can print off a bunch of pictures off the internet and then glue them to a poster board or a piece of paper. And that honestly like, is a super fun girls' night in activity. So like pop some champagne, uh, get some nauseas out. <coughs> Excuse me, still recovering from that nasty cold I've had for like how many episodes now? Anyways, don't don't tell my doctor. <laughs> I promise I've been good, but I have been going to the gym. So, um, sorry, reverse back to the point here. So you can cut out pictures and um, have your girlfriends over, and uh, you can they can bring pictures. You can have magazines laid out. You can have like a computer set up next to a printer or whatever. Have the champagne out. Have the wine out. Hey, if your girls are southern, they might want to have their whiskey. Um, and then you can collectively 
vision together and you can create your vision boards together and you can get the markers and, you know, heck the glitter if you really want to go all out and, um, and do that and have a real fun girls night in and be there for your sisters and be there for, um, the people that you spend your time with so that you know what their visions are and you can encourage them throughout the year. Um, or you can just create a document like in Canva at canva.com. We'll link to that in the show notes. Um, or pick monkey, um, or if you have InDesign or Photoshop, or if you're skilled in, in those programs, then you can certainly, you know, drag some pictures into those and, and create something that's visually stimulating that's a digital version of a vision board. And it's, it won't be, you know, like cut and glue stick type style, um, which either of them are great. I've done both. Or you can do like my daughter and I did and, and just sketch out drawings on a piece of paper. Or maybe if you're like super creative, you can paint a can and have, you know, it could almost be like uh, impressionism, you know, you can have a picture on there. If it's something that you want to put like even in your living room, then that might be something to think about. Um, but, you know, even that simple vision board that I didn't even know that I was creating with my daughter, you know, that was just like a big pen and a piece of uh, like computer paper. And I just folded it up and I stuck it in my purse and I would take it out and look at it. And sometimes I'd take it out and look at it with my daughter. So it doesn't have to be fancy schmancy. It could just be, um, you know, whatever you've got the time or, or the energy or the skill set to do. I mean, you might just put words on a piece of paper. That's okay too. Not everybody's super creative and that's fine. Um, so how I do this now is I post a copy of my vision board on my bathroom mirror. So maybe like the original. And if you, you know, did the copy or the cut and paste job and you took pictures out of magazines or whatever, and they're on a small poster board or on a a piece of paper, then you could always just take a picture of that and then print it out and put another copy by your desk in your office. So I have one on my bathroom mirror every single morning when I'm brushing my teeth or whatever, um, when I wash my face at night, because ladies, I'm sorry, you have to take your makeup off at night if you want to save long-term on Botox because... I'm telling you, wrinkles, it's the worst thing ever for your skin. Please, please, please wash your faces at night. And then that will give you a second opportunity, if not, you know, third, fourth, fifth opportunity to look at your vision board every single day. But I also want to see it while I'm working because I have professional goals on that too. So I put it right by my calendar. I look, it's to my left every single day. I'm looking at it right now as I'm podcasting and I'm actually very proud of this year. There's a few things on there that might not really come all the way to fruition, but I'm on the path. So that's still stimulated um, activity because remember it's progress and not perfection. Um, And then, you know, if that's not something you want to do or maybe you feel uncomfortable having your vision board out in front of other people, maybe, I mean, I don't care. People know what I do for a living. So if they're shocked that I have a vision board on my bathroom mirror when they pass it, if they happen to go into my bathroom, like, really, are you shocked? I'm a freaking, like, certified life coach. Come on, people. I'm a a speaker and a trainer. Um, So I don't care. But you might care. And that's okay, too. So if that's, um, maybe you just keep a copy on your computer or um, one thing I know some people like to do is they create a Pinterest board and they pin aspirational images to the board. And then, you know, they are Pinterest kind of people. I'm not necessarily. Um, And so every time they get on Pinterest, they can visit that board and, and look through it or maybe even add to it. 
So there's there's lots of different ways that you can do this. And if you're married or if you have a significant other who's a big, big part of your life, um, you might consider doing that together. Last year, my husband and I spent New Year's Eve um, and New Year's Day in Nashville. We, we lived just outside of Nashville, so it wasn't like a road trip or anything. It was like a 30-minute drive to the Omni Hotel. Um, but we had uh, friends getting married on New Year's Eve. And so we stayed downtown and uh, they did like the fireworks and everything. Nashville has one of the biggest fireworks displays. And um, we decided that during our stay there, of course we got massages because hello, I'm Amber and he's Jeff. Um, But we also decided that we were going to work on our vision boards together because last year we, the year before I think we did it, um, on a road trip back from maybe North Carolina or something. And so we were very intentional about waiting to do it and having that just New Year's moment together. And it was it was really neat because we talked about what we wanted to do to lead our family towards what we wanted to experience as a family and what each of us as individuals wanted to accomplish, not just personally, um, but professionally as well. And so we were able to talk about it, give each other feedback. We talked about our visions. Um, and then we created our vision boards. So um, he, while we were at the hotel and everything, he just downloaded pictures from Google Images. And then once we got back to our house, he printed them all out and put them on a small poster board. And then I, of course, (laughs) hello, I'm me. Um, I'm like a Canva super user. Even they will tell you that. I get emails all the time like, thanks for being a top user. Can you beta test this new uh, feature that we have or this like new iPad app or whatever it is I've beta tested. So of course I did mine in Canva, Canva canva.com. Again, we'll link to that in the show notes. Um, but you know, the powerful thing about it is that we both have these vision boards in our ensuite, mine at my vanity and his at his vanity, um, which are across from each other. And I have to see his every day and he has to see mine every day. So it's not like we're holding tribal council or anything and be like, how are you doing on your visions? And, and some of our vision, uh, Visions were the same. I mean, there was uh, like Movie Meatball Monday was something that we implemented uh, this year that we both put on our vision boards so that we um, collectively said, hey, we're going to take Monday nights and that is going to be time that is sacred for our family and it better be good if we are going to not have Movie Meatball Monday. So um, there have been a few interruptions to that, but for the most part, I would say we have scored on that one and it's really been a rewarding experience for all of us. Um and yes, I've made meatballs just about every single Monday night for 2016. <laughs> Sometimes we've mixed it up just to have a little break, but um, I'm a queen of, of low-carb meatballs now. Um, but, you know, like it, it's just it's just an ongoing conversation. And sometimes one of us will just say, oh, you know, this is what's going on with that certain thing because we're sitting there looking at it or standing there looking at it and the other person's there. And so it's just an opportunity to have that conversation. And we're repeating what we did last year, this year. This year we're staying so we're different. But um, we are going to have that New Year's Eve experience because it was powerful, it was super powerful to declare what it is that we desired for our future, like right there at the new year as a couple and as as partners in this thing we called life. So just to recap, visioning is simply dreaming of what your life and your business can look like and believing that you can have it. I think that's an important part is believing that it's possible 
that one day, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not even the coming year, but something can happen this year that's going to move you closer to having that as a reality. Also, visioning is very different than goals because there are no tactics assigned to visions. It may take years to realize the vision for your future, like it did Brittany and I when she was so little and we were sketching out pictures with a big pen on copy paper. And now we have everything and, and then some that we envision for our future. Um, and then third, your vision will come closer and closer and closer to reality, the closer it is to your thoughts every day. I love the quote, and I wish I could uh, attribute it to the, the right person, but I can't think off the top of my head. But where your attention goes, your energy flows. So as you're looking at your vision board or your vision Pinterest board or your vision reminder or whatever it is that you have, you'll start finding practical ways to move towards those visions if they're constantly front and center. So I want you to find a way to showcase what you really want for your future in a frequently passed or frequently checked location. All right? So dream of what it is that you want in life. Know that you don't have to have any goals for it and make it make it count. Make it post it somewhere where you're going to see it routinely. Those those are the three takeaways I want you to have for this particular episode. Okay, so now to the juicy details. If you want to realize your vision, (laughs) you're going to have to get rid of everything that's going to stand in your way, right? So eventually, this again, you don't have to worry about it tomorrow, but you do have to start taking steps towards making that a reality in some form or fashion. So I have a total treat for you, and I'm not ready to send you to like a registration page or anything quite yet. I'm just giving you a little hint, a little tease, if you will, a little inside scoop, a little DL. Um, But at the first of the year, I'm going to offer a five-day challenge where I'm going to help you find 10 extra hours every single week. Wait, what? Amber, what? I'm not even joking. Like, And I honestly think that 10 hours a week is a conservative estimate. Like, I'm being so super serious right now. So this is how it's going to work. Each day, I'm going to send you something and I'm going to teach you something new that's going to help you reclaim time every single day. And then I'm going, and I'm, I'm going to do that by email and then I'm going to do some Facebook Lives. Ah, ah, I hate getting on camera, but I'm going to do it for you. And it's not that I'm afraid of the camera. It's just like time and hectic days and slowing down to do it. So this is how committed I am to you. I'm going to do Facebook Lives, okay? So we're now besties. Um, So I'm going to send you an email. I'm going to do a Facebook Live. I'm going to explain it further. And I'm going to give you short, easy to implement assignments each day so you can just check this stuff off the list, get your time back, and then move on towards your visions and your goals because we're going to want you to have goals too with much greater ease because it's not going to be a cluster anymore. So you're like, oh, what does that mean? Well, I'm not telling you yet because that's part of the challenge. I just want you to every single day show up, do the thing that I tell you to do that day, and I promise you your life is going to change. I'm not exaggerating here. Your life is going to change. So if you already know this is something you want to participate in, shoot me an email, amber at amberhurdle.com. Like amber waves of grain, hurdle like you jump over, like the Olympic gold medalist hurdlers from the Summer Olympics, our USA gold medal team, amberhurdle.com, amber at amberhurdle.com. I'm going to be sure that you get in. But until then, I just simply want you to A, enjoy this magical time of year and B, 
Keep being the bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident fempreneur that you are. Lots of love to you. I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Visit amberhurdle.com for more resources and be sure to tune in again. Cheers to you, Bombshell. Bombshell.